0: Hello there, this is A.D. Robles, and you're listening to A.D. on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Before we begin today, I wanted to quickly mention something you may or may not know about. Did you know that the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network has a club membership That's right. You can join the Fight, Laugh, Feast Club. If you enjoy this kind of content and you want to see more of it, uh, please consider becoming a club member. You'll have access to all kinds of exclusive content, video content. Actually, Pastor, Pastor Toby, I might be stealing a little bit of his thunder today. I might be. He's been going through the book of Proverbs, which is a great book especially if you're interested in these issues of social justice and and practical theology you know the book of proverbs many people have said is is really just god's law applied to everyday situations it's wisdom using god's law as the standard and i think that's what's missing in a lot of this conversation and we're going to talk a little bit about that today you know God's law, some people, it kind of seems sort of disconnected from our lives in 2019. You know, it's, it's a law that was written to a people a very long time ago, and sometimes it can be a little confusing. How, how do I understand this? How do I apply this? It just seems so out of context for our lives today, but the book of Proverbs makes that easier. It's an actually, it's a much easier way to sort of do that. And Pastor Toby, some of the exclusive content for the club membership is going through that book, which I've heard is fantastic. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. I've been tremendously busy, but anyway. there's other perks as well. You'll get discounts on merchandise and other kinds of things as well. Go ahead and check it out. There's uh, three different levels that you could become a club member at, and um, different price points available, and different perks and stuff like that. But if you do like this content, please consider doing that. And also, there is a place for you to put a show code in when you sign up. And uh, hey, if you like me, and, and and I'm the one who's you know wanting you to become a member, type in R O B L E S. That's my last name, Robles. R O B L E S, And let the good folks at Fight Laugh Feast know that you enjoy my podcast. But anyway, let's jump right into it today. What I want to talk about today is, look, let me just be upfront. You know, if you click this because you're an ethnic minority and you feel like I'm going to have a message for you specifically sorry, this is not really specifically for you. I actually don't do that kind of stuff. I, you know, a lot of people will do that. They'll say, well, this is for the black community. This is for the white community. And, and they apply God's word differently and, and things like that. And that, that's okay to a certain degree, but, but I'm actually of the opinion that God's word is applicable to everybody. And the, the text means what it means. And it means that for everybody. And so whether you're a white oppressor or a Latino uh, victim, um, I, I don't really actually believe that stuff, but, but it, what, whatever, whoever you are, God's word works for you. God's word, what he says you need to do, actually works for you, whether you're the oppressor or you're the oppressed. And so I don't do that kind of stuff. This this message is good for everybody and, and every skin color and all of that kind of stuff. And can you imagine if if God's word was different depending on your skin color? That would be weird, man. That would be super weird. But but here's the reality: this is gonna be a little bit of a of a, of a heart-to-heart. You're gonna have a little heart-to-heart with good old AD and actually you know it's like I want it to be like talking to your uncle yeah you know your uncle you know, the uncle that looks out for you that gives it to you straight you know your parents sometimes it's hard to talk to them uh, some people find that it's hard to talk to your parents about certain things and so your uncle comes in and, and saves the day you know there's a fu- funny story I, when, when I was in college I went to the University of Maryland And the last two years I was there, I was in a fraternity. And I don't recommend joining fraternities. I was a much different person back then. You would not have liked me back then. I wouldn't have liked me back then. Um, But one one thing you might know about pledging a fraternity is that they give you a pledge name. And uh, sometimes it sticks, sometimes it doesn't. But mine definitely stuck. My pledge name was Rico. Rico. Very creative, I know. I'm a Puerto Rican, and they decided to call me Rico, and it stuck. And eventually, some people called me Uncle Rico, because that was right around the time that Napoleon Dynamite came out. And so let's just have a little chat with your good old Uncle Rico. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot you straight. You know, I'm going to give it to you straight. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm not going to deceive you. I'm not going to lie to you. And the reality is that, unfortunately, a lot of people are lying to you. And sometimes it's intentional because they've got an ulter- ul- ulterior motive. They've got another agenda. Um, you know, politicians do that a lot. They'll lie to you because they've got an agenda. They want to be in power. They want to rule over you. And so they'll tell you what you want to hear. But other times people lie to you because they don't know any better. They're deceived. And so I'm going to bring the Word of God to bear. And the Word of God, remember, it applies to everyone, every skin color equally, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you about you know how people are lying to you, and I'm gonna give you just a couple of verses that that make this very clear. And people are lying to you about economics and wealth and money. They're lying to you, and 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 the reality is here, here's the reality. So. Some of the things that are being talked about today involve, you know, universal health care. They want people want to make health care a right. That's Bernie Sanders and his crew. They want to make health care a right. Everyone has the right to health care. A lot of people are also talking about free college tuition as if there was ever such a thing. So they want people to be able to go to college and have a certain level of education for free, because they think, think that education is the, the, the key to the door of success, the door to empowerment that's sort of the idea. A lot of people are talking about things like reparations, you know. They want to people that have been disadvantaged, people like me that supposedly have been disadvantaged because our ancestors were enslaved and our our, our, our parents didn't have the capital that that white parents did and things like that. They want to give us the opportunity, so they want to give us free money in order to make up for that disadvantage so that we have kind of an equal chance to be successful in uh, in our culture. And so that's the kind of things that That people are talking about. They're telling you, look, your problem is you don't have the same access to these things. You don't have the same money. That's your problem. And so the solution is we're going to give it to you and that'll solve your problems. That'll solve your problems. And so that's the lie that's being told. And I want to talk about the Bible because that's really what this is all about. You you come to the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network because you want to hear God's word applied and you want to hear Bible because God is the truth teller. God is the lawgiver. God tells us He knows how life works, and He tells us how to do it. And so He knows what your problem is, and He knows the solutions, and so He gives those to us in His Word. And did you know that the Bible is actually chock full of economic advice? Seriously, it is. You might not have ever looked at it that way before, but um, if you haven't heard of uh, da- Gary North, Gary North has written like a fifty-volume economic treatise on the Bible, every book of the Bible, and there's so much about economics. If you kind of, you know, when you're reading your Bible today, I guarantee you, whatever passages you're reading today, there are economic principles very close at hand. In the Old Testament, there's tons of stuff about money, wealth, um, you know, uh, taxes, um, inflation, all of these kinds of things. Even Jesus, the words of Jesus, you might not think of Jesus as an economic um, you know, teacher, but he was. All of his parables, I mean, so so many of his parables, I should say, so many of his parables have to do with economics. Jesus was very keenly aware of business and economics, and it's obvious because he's the creator. He created economic laws. He created the law of supply and demand. He created all of these things. It was his idea, these things were his idea. So obviously, he knows it very well. And so I wanted to talk to you about really three passages of Scripture. And then two of them are from the Proverbs. So sorry, Toby, I don't mean to steal your thunder. And then one of them is from 2 Thessalonians. So two from Proverbs 13 and one from 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. So here's the first one, okay? Proverbs 13, verse 11 it says this. I'm going to read the Christian Standard Bible. That's a new hotness in uh, evangelical circles. It says this. It says, Wealth obtained by fraud will dwindle, but whoever earns it through labor will multiply it. That's an economic principle straight from the Word of God. Wealth obtained by fraud will dwindle, but whoever earns it through labor will multiply it. The next uh, verse I want to talk about is verse 22, same chapter, Proverbs 13. Here's what the Word of God says. It says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his grandchildren, but the sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the wealth of a sinner is stored up for the righteous. And then the last thing I want to read from 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. This is the words of Paul, the Word of God here. And here is what it says. Paul's talking about um, what is called the warning against idleness. That's what the heading is called here. And he says, in verse 10, he says, For even when we were with you, we would give this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. For we hear that some of you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busy bodies. So, Those are the three verses. There's a smattering of, I could have picked so many different verses, but I picked these three because I thought they were pretty good examples of what I want to talk about today. And, And here's the thing. So whether or not you're rich or poor, and these are all relative terms, because if you're listening to this right now, then that means you own a computer or a smartphone. And regardless of how relatively wealthy you are compared to the person next door, you are rich. All of the so-called oppressed people in the United States, if they're listening to this, there's a good chance that they are rich. Not everybody in the United States is rich, but a lot of people are. In fact, even the poor in the United States have access to things and uh, ways to get stuff and food in the refrigerator that people that were rich back in the day would have never imagined. I mean, think about it. Even if you don't make a, a, a high wage, right, like you're in minimum wage job, you likely have access to probably more spices than even like the upper classes back in Jesus's day. Like that's how that's how far things have advanced here. So the reality is that whether you're poor or rich, whether you're the oppressor or the oppressed, you can obey God's law and God's law, God's word, his system is set up so that you can have a successful life now. This is all again, relatively speaking. Look, if you're a if you are literally enslaved today and the master won't give you any money for your work and he gives you just like a, a little bit of, of gruel or something to eat and, and and horrible living conditions and things like that. Look, I, I understand there are external circumstances here that you know, obviously, that that's true, but you can still, even being poor, even being oppressed, like like the white collar, uh, like the th- like the first world oppression that we're talking about today. You can obey God's law and have success. That's what God's law, that's how God's law works. He blesses obedience and he curses disobedience. So, so here's the thing. So reparations will never work. Giving, giving, giving you know, minorities free tuition and things like that, that'll never work. And it's not you don't have to be an economic genius to, to know that. Like you could, there are some rec- economists out there that you could read them. And they'll give you, they'll break it down all the law of uh, of why things, supply and demand, why things um, that that are supposedly free won't actually help you. Why welfare actually hurts, uh, you know, black and 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 brown communities. Why all these things hurt. They can give you all of the theory, and you can get down to a really, you can get down into minutia. But a lot of times you have to be like a like a mathematician to. Understand understand some of that stuff right but but you don't have to be a mathematician to know that schemes like reparations and schemes like free college tuition and things like that they'll never work they'll never work here's what i mean let me tell you about my family so my dad was the first uh person in his family to go to college he went to the university of columbia he was a smart guy he still is he's a smart guy he's a nuclear engineer that's what my dad does and he went to columbia he was the first in his in his family to go to, to go to college my mother she went to community college for early childhood education she did that after we were already grown up but she was the first in her family to go to any kind of college and so before that my you know my my grandparents they were all poor they didn't have that many skills they came to the united states and they did not live in the best of conditions but they were christians they were christians and so my my grandfather was faithful to these words, he knew that God's strategy for for economic success was hard work. That's what he, he knew that. And so he worked his butt off. My grandfather, I remember when I was a little kid, I'd, I'd go to his house in the Bronx. And, and, um, you know, he would, he would, he would finish his day at work, he made jewelry, that's what he did for a long time. And then he would, he was also really working hard in the church as well. He would spend all night in this print shop, printing out tracks that they would pass out to people and things like that. And he'd come home and his shirt would be all inked up and me, all messed up, but he worked his butt off and he put his children, my father in a better situation financially than he was in when he came to the United States. And that's how, that's how God's plan works he increased his wealth little by little he was able to retire because he worked his butt off and he increased his money little by little and his and his kids were in a better position than he was in and god willing he's i mean he he will have an inheritance that that he will give to my father and to and to me and my 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 brothers and sisters i mean that's what's going to happen and then my father was the same way he he's a christian as well and he worked his tail off and He, you know, God put us in a better position than he was in when he was growing up in the Bronx. And in many ways, I lived a much more privileged life because my dad was following the Proverbs here. He was following the law of God. God willing, I'll be able to do the same thing. My, My children hopefully will be in the same situation, a better situation than I was in, because hopefully I'll be faithful to this and work my tail off and save little by little. That's how God's system works whether you have a little bit like my grandfather did or you have a lot like I had relatively speaking, you can follow this and obey but here's the thing so so I, I didn't have the privileges that all my white friends had there's no question about that but 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 God's law works even for for the lower classes, I guess you could say. here's what won't work. Here's what can't work, and you can go to economists to tell you this, you can go, you can study Austrian economics, you can go to Gary North's 50-volume treatise on economics to find out why these things won't work, but all you need is the Word of God. Because people, Bernie Sanders will tell you, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez will tell you, uh, Jamar Tisby will tell you, look, rep, it's time to talk about reparations and you know Kamala Harris. It's time to talk about giving black communities uh, money to make up for the fact that they don't have equity and things like that and slavery in the past. And they'll tell you that'll be the solution to the problem. No, it won't. Because here's the reality. There's no such thing as free money. There's no such thing as free anything, free college, free healthcare. Look, you might not be paying for it, but somebody is. Free things don't exist except for free grace. But even that doesn't exist because somebody paid for that too. Jesus paid for that. And so there's no such thing as free stuff. So guess who pays when when we talk about uh, slavery reparations or free tuition or things like that? Guess who pays? I do. I do. Other people who are productive and pay taxes do. So it's not free. It's taken from others and given to you. It is taken from others and given to you. That's called fraud. That's called dishonest gain. That's called stealing. And so you might get, so if you get, let's just say that, and, and, and by the way, since since I'm a productive citizen in society, thank God for that, but also I have ancestors that were enslaved, I guess I'm sort of a double victim. So I've, I've, I've had these disadvantages, but then now I'm also paying others. So, I mean, I, that would make me a double victim, I guess. But here's the thing. So, so, if, 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 you're get, if you're getting something that you did not earn, the Word of God says that if you earn money little by little, it will grow. That's what the Word of God says. But if you get something that you don't earn, and it's, t- and it's taken from somebody else by fraud, so in other words, if you are a recipient of reparations that I in part paid for, you are taking that from me by fraud. And what does the Word of God say? You don't need to be an economist to understand this. Let me read it to you again, Proverbs 13, 11. Wealth obtained by fraud will dwindle. God won't allow reparations to work. God won't allow free health care to work. God won't allow free tuition and all of these things. His system doesn't work that way, and he invented the system. He won't allow it. God doesn't bless wealth gained from dishonest methods. That's why God doesn't bless slavery. Well, at least the kind of slavery that, that was practiced in the United States. You see, you see, if you want to help minorities and you want to help different ethnicities that have been un- disadvantaged and things like that, here's what you tell them. Work, your butt off. Work, your butt off, save little by little, and your wealth will grow. Work in such a way that you are bringing in more than you're putting out and that you can leave an inheritance to your grandchildren. Work in such a way that you will not starve. If you want to help minorities, then you need to agree with Paul and say those who aren't willing to work should starve. If you don't agree with Paul, let me, just tell you, let me just tell you what you're gonna do. You're actually just delaying the inevitable because those who are not willing to work, you might be able to give them some food in, in the short term, but God's not gonna bless that arrangement in the long term. Their wealth will dwindle. They will eventually starve anyway. I'm not talking about charity here. Charity is a different thing. What I'm talking about is if you love uh, your, your neighbor and you wanna love them economically, Charity is okay, but they better be working and you better be training them and teaching them to work their butts off so that they can leave an inheritance to their grandchildren. See, thats it's very simple. It's very simple. Reparations cannot work. Look, if you steal something from someone like Jamar Tisby, if you actually take from him and then you're found out and there's two or more witnesses and things like that, biblical restitution is legitimate. That's real. You know, that's something that you that, that we must do. But the facts of history, of Jamar's, Jamar's history, where his, 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 his you know, great-grandparents were enslaved or things like that, that doesn't mean you owe Jamar anything. And if you do give him something, all you're doing is setting him up for a colossal failure because the word of God says that wealth obtained by fraud will dwindle. You can take that to the bank. But money that's earned little by little will grow. Anyway, so that's, that's, that's all I have for you today. It's a very simple thing. Look, I suggest you go read different economists and I, I, I commend Gary North to you. He's got a column on Lourockwell.com. You can read some of his stuff. It's fantastic. And there's a lot of detail here. You can go into into really technical detail about why these schemes that you're hearing from the socialists will op- absolutely fail. They have to. There's no choice. I mean, that's just how God's system works. There's, economists have done great work looking into God's laws and, and, and figuring out exactly why these things won't work. But you don't need to be a genius to understand. All you need to know to know that socialism, welfare, free college, free tuition, uh, uh, reparations, all you need to do to know that those things cannot possibly work and will actually harm the people you aim to help, all you need to do is believe Proverbs 13, 11. I'm going to read it in King James English for all of you King James folks out there. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Don't forget to tune in next week on Thursday for AD on the Fight Laugh Feast Network.